Reports from Carlow County Council. Articles by Suzanne Pender. Gridlock on the Tullow Road has escalated to seven days a week. Urgent action is needed to tackle traffic congestion on Carlow's Tullow Road, with bottlenecks not just on Friday but every evening of the week. At last week's meeting of Carlow County Council, members once again raised the issue of the Tullow Road and the urgency to press ahead with a long-held hope for a southern relief road stretching from the Wexford Road outside Carlow Town to Greg Cullen, and specifically the section from the Wexford Road to the Aero Oak GAA Club. Councillor Fergal Brown raised the issue of the extra volume of traffic on the Tullow Road and asked if traffic emerging from a new housing development on the road would be required to turn left only and go to the Walls Forge roundabout. What stage are we at to go ahead with the Link Road? Because our priority has to be the Wexford Road to Aeroog. Unless that is done, we will have serious difficulty in the town, said Councillor Brown. Councillor John Casson also called for an update on the Inner Relief Road. The town is becoming a bottleneck, and it's not just on Fridays. It's every evening, and it's high time we kicked off that road ourselves, particularly with more houses now in the area, he insisted. There's pressure at the Tullow Road roundabout in the mornings too, he added. Director of Services Padraig O'Gorman confirmed that an application for funding to carry out a strategic assessment of the route of the Inner Relief Road was submitted to the Department for Transport. He said the Council has discussed the issue with the Department and made the business case for the Southern Relief Road and expected a decision within the next six weeks. Mr O'Gorman stated he was hopeful that they would receive the financial backing for the Carlow Town project, bringing the project to stage zero in the process, at which stage route selection and design would begin. In relation to moving ahead with the section from Aeroog to the Wexford Road, Mr O'Gorman said that until a final decision was made on the overall Southern Relief Road project, they wouldn't be in a position to move ahead on this smaller element of the overall project. Councillor Casson suggested that if the project did receive the go-ahead from the department, then it would begin with the Aeroog to Wexford Road section first. If approved, then we will state to the department that it is our priority that that section of the route would be the first to be developed, said Mr O'Gorman. Councillor William Patton raised the issue of Tullow's long-mooted Outer Relief Road, noting that the project was not listed within the more recent roads report compiled by the council's executive. I note in the roads report there's no mention of the Tullow Outer Relief Road, Is it a case where you think just because you don't mention it, it will go away? Well, I can tell you, it won't, said an emphatic Councillor Patton. Dangers of Barrow Track Highlighted Areas along the River Barrow have become so overgrown that, if a child fell in there, they wouldn't be seen. A number of councillors expressed their concerns about the poor condition of the Barrow Track at last week's meeting of Carlow County Council. Councillor Andrea Dalton asked if the council was responsible for the barrow track, highlighting the problem of litter and overgrown weeds in the area. The weeds are so bad at Lanigan's Lock it's nearly impassable, she stated. Councillor Andy Gladney agreed, adding that areas along the barrow track were so overgrown that if a child fell in there they wouldn't be seen. 
Cahirloch Councillor Fintan Phelan described the situation as a serious water safety issue and urged the council to contact Waterways Ireland in relation to their concerns. You might get clarity on that, but it does need to be resolved, he said to council officials. Dog poo bins are causing a right mess. Overflowing dog fouling bins is a mess that Carlow County Council has vowed to clean up in the coming weeks. Councillor John Casson raised the issue of the dog littering collection bins in Carlow Town, which, as a testament to their success, are regularly full and often seen with bags of dog waste sitting on top of them. I would ask that the council would increase the regularity that they are emptied, in fairness to the people that make the effort and then the bin is full, said Councillor Casson. Director of Services Podrick O'Gorman stated that there was a legacy issue in relation to the dog littering bins, but added that he hoped to address it within the next six weeks. We hope to have more regular and consistent collection of those bins, Mr O'Gorman assured members. Hoisting the Tricolour honours the War of Independence heroes. An original copy of the Truce Order announcing a ceasefire in the War of Independence dated the 8th of July 1921 was read into the minutes of last week's meeting of Carlow County Council. Cahirloch, Councillor Finton Phelan read the Truce Order into the minutes to commemorate the 100th anniversary of the truce between the IRA and British forces. General Richard Mulcahy, who, along with Michael Collins, coordinated the IRA campaign during the war, issued a ceasefire truce order on the 8th of July and it came into effect at noon on Monday the 11th of July 1921. Following this, the Anglo-Irish Treaty negotiations began. Councillor Phelan read from an original copy of the truce which had been presented to Carlow County Council by Tullow native Major General James Lillis, Blackrock, Dublin, in 1981 and now forms part of Carlow County Museum's Rebellion and Revolution Permanent Exhibition. Councillor Phelan welcomed a minute's silence among members to remember all who lost their lives in the War of Independence, while earlier that day he raised the tricolour at county buildings in commemoration of the 100th anniversary. It is important that we mark the truce 100 years on. Irish men and women gave their lives for our country's independence and freedom. As Cahirloch of Carlo, I was honoured to raise our national flag in front of county buildings and read aloud the truce order, said Councillor Phelan. It was particularly special to read from a copy of the original truce order, which is on display in our county museum, one of only a few copies, he added. Councillor Phelan thanked Councillor Charlie Murphy, chairman of County Carlow Commemoration Committee, for raising the matter and said the council was very happy to mark this important centenary. Council is severely understaffed and underfunded. Carlow County Council is severely understaffed and underfunded to the tune of €3 million, Euro, insisted councillors. At last week's meeting of the local authority, Councillor Brian O'Donoghue raised the issue of council staffing, pointing out that an increase in the number of planning applications and enforcements in the county should merit an increase in staffing levels at the council. We have exceptional staff, and with the level of applications expected as things improve, I wonder is there scope to have more support for the excellent staff we currently have, said Councillor O'Donoghue. 
He also said that the level of work involved in each enforcement notice required a number of days' work by a member of staff at the planning department. Councillor Andrea Dalton stated that she would like to put on record that Carlow County Council is severely understaffed by between 30 to 40 staff members, while it is also underfunded to the tune of €3 million. We need to shout this from the rooftops and demand equal and adequate support for Carlow, said Councillor Dalton, who added that this is something councillors should be insisting on. When will Motor Tax Office reopen? When will the Motor Tax Office at County Buildings be reopened? That was the question posed by Councillor Michael Doran at last week's meeting of Carlow County Council. Councillor Doran called for a timeline for the reopening of county buildings, pointing out that many banks and services were now reopening and that the public would like to know when county buildings, and in particular the motor tax office, will reopen to the public. Chief Executive Kathleen Houlihan stated that the local authority was subject to government guidelines and to date hadn't been informed of the likely reopening to the public of county buildings. As soon as that information is available, we will keep members updated, said Ms Houlihan. She added that the council continue to operate on an appointment basis for departments such as housing. Sympathy expressed to family of Tiggy Hancock. A vote of sympathy was passed at the recent meeting of Carlow County Council to the family of Allegra Tiggy Hancock from Corrie's Bagnallstown, who died in a tragic equestrian accident last month. Cahirlach Councillor Finton Phelan proposed the vote of sympathy to the Hancock family, which was unanimously agreed by all members. A rising star in the world of eventing, Tiggy's sudden death prompted a huge outpouring of sympathy in Ireland and beyond. Carlo's Olympians wished all the best. The best wishes and hopes of their county and nation went out to Carlo Olympians, Marcus Lawler and Sam Watson, who set out for Tokyo this week. A vote of congratulations was offered to both at last week's meeting of Carlow County Council by Cahirlach, Councillor Finton Phelan, which was supported by all council members. Councillor Michael Doran also offered his congratulations to Cleanna Nolan for her performance in the World Under-23 Rowing Championships, while Councillor Andrea Dalton congratulated Molly Scott, who achieved a personal best at the European Under-23 Athletics Championships. Draft of Cemetery Bylaws to Go on Public Display New bylaws governing burial grounds across the county will now go on display for four weeks. At last Monday's meeting of Carlow County Council, members agreed to allow the draft to go on public display and welcome the opinions of the public. The decision to allow the bylaws to go on public display was proposed by Councillor Ken Murnane and seconded by Councillor Michael Doran. Among the changes are a new columbarium to hold cremated remains at St Mary's Cemetery, Carlow, and a request for those using bicycles, electric scooters and skateboards to dismount when entering cemeteries. Guidelines around the purchase of plots and regulations surrounding dogs and cars are also contained within the new draft bylaws for burial grounds. I'm happy to allow the bylaws to go on public display. I welcome these clear guidelines that do provide clarity, said Councillor Dorn. 
Councillor William Patton raised the issue of antisocial behaviour and vandalism at St. Patrick's Cemetery, Tullow, and asked about installing CCTV in the cemetery. The council said the matter would be discussed further at next week's meeting of Tullow Municipal District. Reenactment Group honours local patriots who died for Ireland. Article by Elizabeth Lee. A group of avid history fans paid a visit to County Carlow to honour local heroes who perished in the name of Irish freedom. Members of the Enniscorthy Historical Reenactment Group made the annual pilgrimage to Tullow to commemorate the deaths of Father John Murphy and Thomas Trainer. after which they dropped into Rathvilly to honour more heroes there. The group first laid a wreath at the foot of the statue of Father Murphy in Tullow Square, said a prayer and observed a minute's silence to honour the parish priest of Boulevogue. He died a horrible and gruesome death at the hands of the British Crown forces, the Yeomen, during the rebellion of 1798, while his bodyguard, James Gallagher, was also slain. After the commemorative service at Father Murphy's statue, the historical group went to the Thomas Trainer Memorial, also in Tullow. Thomas was hanged in Mountjoy Prison in 1921, following his capture in Dublin after the IRA tried to ambush a group of British soldiers in Stonybatter. The Enniscorthy Historical Society then travelled over to Rathvilly, where they visited the statue of local hero Kevin Barry. He was just 18 years old when he was hanged in November 1920 in Mountjoy. Lastly, the group paid their respects at Michael Fay's memorial headstone close to the Barry statue. Michael was killed by the Black and Tans in Ballymurphy. Ray Murphy, chairperson of the Enniscorthy Historical Reenactment Society, said that they thoroughly enjoyed their trip to County Carlow and that he would encourage anyone with a keen interest in history to join their ranks. If you're interested in joining them, contact Ray on 087 27